My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to uh, Thursday Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. I uh, know, Friday Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. What am I saying? Confused on the day. Uh, this is the second day of February. How's that? Get that part right. We do have uh, a couple of news stories this morning. Uh, again, there's not a lot in the news. Top story today, Princess World Cruise rerouted carnival elation delayed princess withdraws plans to visit yorktown american queen voyages cancels february cruises and lots more here at 8 30 a.m again a special time folks we're in amber cove Dominican Republic. I hope to go ashore today. Get to that in a minute. Today, folks, is National Heavenly Hash Day. I couldn't see Saint today's Groundhog Day. I guess there's no groundhogs on the ship, so I can't tell if, you know, he sees the shadow or not. You see a groundhog on a cruise ship? Whoa. Anyway, National Heavenly Heavenly Hash Day. So I did some little research this morning trying to find a recipe for Heavenly Hash. Man, there's 50 different recipes and all of them are totally different. The only thing that's consistent with all of them is they have marshmallows or marshmallow cream. <laughs> anyway, I like it. Uh, so I, I don't know if there'll be any on the, on the boat or not. I was disappointed they did not have baked Alaska yesterday. I think Norwegian needs to get on the stick with winter's specialty days. They need to have that on the menu, don't you think? If you're listening by the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All the big guys just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. All right, so um, bring you up to date on 
the hat my happenings on the ship. Yesterday I was in St. Thomas uh, after the show and getting everything processed. I went down to go off the ship. I knew I wasn't going to have much time because we had an early departure time, like 1.30. I went down to the gangway and it's pouring down rain again. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. So I went back upstairs and went up to actually up to deck 15 because I, so I was getting screwed out of a pina colada again. I was going to go up there and I knew they had the, uh, the wave pool. They have uh, pina coladas. They don't have pina coladas at every bar, which surprised me. That seems to be to be unusual. But anyway, so I went to the wave bar, which of course is outdoors, but there's enough covered things that I could do that without getting terribly wet. Got my pina colada, got a table that was kind of covered under like a tent type of thing. And sat there and sipped on the pina colada. In the meantime, uh, Amigo John told me about deck 18, which I had no idea where there even was a deck 18 because it's got these specially uh, special elevators to go up there. And nobody knows about it. It had quit raining. And I went up there. It's a it's a sun deck. And literally, there was nobody up there. Not so, but there was two people on all on all deck. You know, hundreds of loungers and stuff, and nobody there. So I'm going to have to try that again when I'm on the epic uh, next time, or maybe even tomorrow if we have decent weather, just to go up there see things uh, so I didn't get a didn't get a shore yesterday last night there was a pretty good group of us who went to dinner and taste again it's been unusual unusually difficult to get uh, reservations in the specialty restaurants because this the ship sold out and uh, it's it's just been dicey one of the five of my group was supposed to go to Cagney's last night. And they, they told the, our Norwegian guy uh, that they just have no room. They're sold out the rest of the week. All the specialty dinings are sold out. You can't get a reservation anywhere. Now, I have my, my group dinner for uh, tomorrow night. I was going to be in Manhattan. And my guy says, there's, uh, he says, man, hands included, we can't do it. He says, I can get you into tasting. Well, I didn't want to taste again. And I never realized it's the same menu. But the Manhattan's just such an extra atmosphere and you got some entertainment. So, uh, actually, one of my girls said, well, I'll go by Manhattan and see what I can do on my own. And uh, one of my, one of my, the girls on the crew came to me at dinner and says, I got you hooked up for tomorrow night, but it's going to be a little later than you like. It's going to be at 7.30, I said, it's okay. We'll do our the regular 5.30 meeting with the cellos. When they leave, to go to dinner, then I'll do my prize drawing and stuff uh, that I'll do, and then we'll all go down to the Manhattan room for dinner. So that'll work out. 
So I was in dinner, and I'd, I'd had the the uh, starters. Uh, and I actually had two last night. And I had to go to the, the little boyfriend. So I, um, <laughs> I, I told you know, Gary was sitting across from me. And Gary yeah, said, all right, I'll be back in a minute. I'm, I got to go to John. So I took off and I rolled out to the bathroom. And as I was transferring to take care of business in there, my hand hit the the little cover thing that goes over the toilet paper, and it just peeled the skin back from the back of my hand. So I, of course, covered it up with toilet paper. Now I looked at it and I said, "Ooh, that's bigger thing than I have for in my first aid kit." So I said, I'm going to have to go up to the, here on this ship, it's the medical facilities. It's not down, it's up. It's on deck 10. So I told the maitre d', I said, could you please go back to my table there, let them know what's happened. So they're going to wonder where I am and it's an alarm. But I'll try to get back here before they do desert me. So I go up to the medical facility and then, Nurse takes a look at it and says, well, you need to see the doctor. And I said, no, I need a, a big Band-Aid. Give me a big Band-Aid and I'll be fine. You know, I've got paper-thin skin and it, you know, it, it, touched, it tears easily. This is not anything totally unusual for me. So she said, well, I got to at least put some stuff on it. So she got some antiseptic stuff. Anyway, put some crap on it. And put the, the band-aid on it, gave me a couple supplies. She's the only thing you want to be careful about. She's gonna keep that dry, you know, for a day or two. Well, since I'm left-handed, this is my left hand, that means no shower, no washing your hair. So I guess I could get a one of my baggies and put it over the hand and try it. Yeah, that's gonna be a pain in the butt. So anyway, I'll just wait till tomorrow and take a shower tomorrow. Um, all right. Uh, I had a request from uh, one of my podcast listeners, TJ. Don't know if he wants me to use his name, so I'll just say TJ. About Moderno. I did Moderno a couple nights ago, and I had never done Moderna before. I think I've done just about every specialty restaurant at one time or another. I love Cagney's. I love um, La Bistro. Uh, I like La Cucina. Of course, I've done uh, Teppanyaki. I love that. I've done the uh, sushi bar several times. So I've done most of the specialty restaurants. I had not done Moderno, which is a Brazilian steakhouse. And man, it just plain knocked me out. It was so good. First thing about it is uh, it has a salad bar. So I played the salad bar, and I knew not to overeat. They had some sushi. They had some shrimp. You know, they had just unusual things. On the it was a really nice salad bar. 
I could have been happy to just make my own meal out of the salad bar. That's how good it is. Um, then they come over to your table with all these uh, meats. And they bring them on this big skewer thing and they slice it right there. They get Everybody has a pair of tongs. They slice you on a piece. They slice it off and you grab with the tongs and put it on your plate. It's pretty clever. But there's, they had uh, lamb. I'd never eaten lamb. The lamb was excellent. Uh, the filet mignon was just, well, it was superb. There was also, uh, let me think if I can remember all the different meats. The, the pork bellies, I didn't care for that. But the pork loin was outstanding. Um, they had a, uh, a flank steak. It was good. Uh, they had chicken. You know, I, I mean, I had to sample a little bit of everything just to just to try it out until I started getting so full I couldn't stand it. They also had a pineapple with cinnamon. And uh, I was, by then, I was so full, I just, I couldn't do it. But uh, Kenneth, one of the guys that was on, at the table with me, I had four of us for Moderno. I think he had them come back six or seven times for the pineapple. He said, oh, my God, this is so good. But I don't know. There's probably seven, eight different kinds of meat. And, and they'll come back to the table as many times as you want. But the lamb was, I, I couldn't get over how good the lamb was in the filet. Those were the two best. Of course, I love filet to start with. But everything else, I mean, other than, I don't I'm not a fan of pork bellies to start with. Uh, so everything else is really good. So, TJ, if you were asking because you're thinking about going again, I think you've been before, do it. It's well worth it. It was a, it was a, a wonderful meal, a wonderful presentation, and a really good meal. So highly recommend it. All right. Uh, I'll be back with the news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Okay, the top story today, folks. Comes from... Our friends at Princess, with tensions continuing to rise in the Red Sea, yet another cruise line has decided to alter course 
to avoid the region. That's is that that's not the right picture, is it? <laughs> yep, yes it is. Okay. I thought I'd put the wrong picture up. Because you know me, I tend to do that. In an abundance of caution, Princess Cruises announced that the island princess would no longer be sailing to the Middle East and Asia as part of its current world cruise, of course, due to the uncertainties surrounding the conflict. Island Princess embarked on a 111-night world cruise on January the 4th with the intention of visiting 51 destinations across 27 countries and six continents. Due to the ongoing political conflict in the Red Sea region, Cruise Line has made the decision to avoid the area altogether, meaning the world cruise will no longer visit the Middle East or Asia and will bypass the Suez Canal. This change impacts the Island Princess itinerary beginning on February 16th. The vessel will now spend more time in Australia than Australian waters. The ship will call on Melbourne on the 16th of February, Perth on the 21st, Port Louis Mauritius on February 29th, and Cape Town, South Africa on March the 6th. The ship will remain at sea between the port calls spending up to seven days between destinations. Current unrest in the Red Sea is largely attributed to the Houthi rebels in Yemen uh, who have been disrupting key maritime route that connects the Mediterranean with the Indian Ocean. While no cruise ships have been attacked during the conflict, many cruise lines have opted to avoid the region to be on the safe side which now includes Francis. I, I understand that the cruise lines have to do this. I mean, it's not just Princess. There's a number of them have canceled out of that area to keep the, and I mean, even their crappy PR stuff to keep their passengers and crew safe. Yeah, well, that's, really true folks I think it's sad number one I think it's sad that these guys are getting away with this over there but number two these people are on a world cruise and you're going to take a big chunk out of what they had planned on doing with the amount of money they spend in midstream to have a chunk taken out of the world cruise that'd be devastating understood I understand why I'm not falsing princess for doing that. I'm just thinking about the poor folks over there that have spent, you know, a hundred thousand dollars to take this cruise. But now they're not going to get to go through some of the things that could have been on their bucket list. Just a sad situation. All right, the next one, uh, next story comes about Carnival Elation. Experienced some technical issues that affected the speed, and as a result, she was late returning to Jacksonville yesterday. Guests on the cruise sailing uh, yesterday, they sailed, you know, this follow-up cruise, uh, were instructed to delay their arrival by three hours. 
Honorable reports that engineers have fixed the issue and elation has sailed on the current cruise. Now, I said they were a little late leaving is all. I have some questions about this. Now, if this was a newer ship, I would think oh, immediately, oh, it's Azabod issues. Now, I'm not uh, technically astute enough. Do older ships like Elation, did they even have Azabods? Or they were, or were they the old-fashioned kind? I don't know. I mean, engineers have said with the Azabod issues that they got them fixed, and then they didn't get fixed. That you know, with three more cruises, they were having the same issue again. They had to actually get them into dry dock and replace the things before they could ever get them fixed. I think most of the cruise lines have found out on that one. I was just curious that did how far back did Asifides go? I don't know. I don't know, and I I didn't have time today to research that one, find out. But there's a there's a question for some of you guys out there, just to keep me straight. What a ship like Elation have Esophites? All right. The next story today, folks. Go back to Emerald, a proposal by Princess Cruises to be the first major cruise line to call on Yorktown, Virginia has been withdrawn in favor of visits to Norfolk. The cruise line in February of 23 announced that two ships would make multiple calls at the port, offering guests the opportunities to explore the historic triangle, Yorktown, Jamestown, and Williamsburg. It was the Battle of Yorktown that decisively ended the Revolutionary War. Colonial Williamsburg is a living history museum, and Jamestown is the site of the first permanent English settlement in North America. The three historic sites were within a short drive of each other, lending themselves to really nice shore excursions possibilities. The cruise line told local officials that it decided that Island Princess and Emerald Princess will instead visit Norfolk on three itineraries. The change is likely to be welcome news to several thousand local residents who opposed the pilot program and signed a petition to prevent it from going forward. Now, when, they, when this first came out, I thought, well, you know, that's really great for that area. But then I was thinking, how the hell is a cruise ship going to go in there? You know, I spent several parts of several years uh, down in Yorktown when I was still operating the funnel cake business at the Mariner's Museum there on special events. Well, they were going to have to park the ship out in the middle of the, of the uh, York River and tender it into a small dock uh, there in Yorktown and then have, you know, buses or whatever excursions set up on shore to take the folks around to on whatever kind of excursions they want. I thought, I didn't think Yorktown would be big enough to do that. 
But I said, well, if they're going to try it, okay. And then, of course, a lot of the residents says, wait a minute, that's going to, it's just going to be awful. Um, so they spoke loudly and Princess listened. So they're, they're going to do more cruises going into Norfolk. That's fine. Um, I haven't sailed out of Norfolk, even though I live close to that. I need to do that. I need to experience uh, Norfolk. Uh, and Norfolk's only 40 minutes away, so, you know, a real good operator could set up excursions still to go to the Triangle uh, and, and visit. So I'm sure that uh, that area will get some benefit out of it. And, of course, there's a lot to see in Norfolk, too. So, uh, But it's, that's a sad story. But And, again, I understand it, and I'm, you know, the, the people that live there, the people that are going to have to either make it or break it, decided that they didn't want to try it. And Francis decided not to force it down their throat. All right, the final news story today, folks, comes from the river cruises. American Queen Voyages canceled three... 2024 season opening February cruises on the Mississippi River. These are American Queen's February 26th sailing and American Countess February 22nd and February 25th sailings. In a statement, the company said American Queen Voyages takes great pride in our commitment to delivering an exceptional experience for our guests in our efforts to uphold this commitment, we have encountered an occurrence that has led us to have to extend our layout, a layup schedule to ensure that we can deliver the best possible customer experience. Uh, sorry, folks. That sounds like a bunch of crap to me. They gave no reason for uh the cancellations other than that bs statement so the the cynical uh side of my being kicked into overdrive and here's what i found out this is not necessarily the whole story and this is not from official sources but a number of trade organizations have suspended sales of American Queen Voyages over ongoing service issues while leaving the door open for resumption. Oh, uh -oh. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. May I have your attention, please? No. This is Bianca, your cruise director, speaking with a message from the bridge. This morning, the crew of Norwegian Epic will conduct a mandatory safety drill. This drill is done on a regular basis and it is for the crew and crew only. We ask all guests to please disregard all alarms made during this drill. When the drill begins, we will, you will hear the sounding of the International Emergency Signal, which consists of seven short tones followed by one long tone of the ship's alarm system. We repeat, this is a drill for the crew and crew only. We thank you in advance for your understanding and your cooperation. Okay, back 
this before this thing starts again. Um, they left the door open to resume the uh, relationship. We're talking about Signature Travel Network plus Holdings and AAA are all no longer offering U.S. River cruises due to unresolved service issues. And apparently, while the company claims to have fixed it, there's just not any proof of that. And apparently that's cut enough of their business out that they're not able to sell yet until these the big hitters come back on board. Probably some financial issues involved. Some of the stem from uh, problems with uh, refunds last year. Uh, then other people said that the, the you know their cruises were lovely. So uh, I'd hate the company to be in trouble. On the same token, company's got to make sure that the product they're putting out is right. So. We'll just have to follow that one and see how it goes. By the way, folks, in case you've noticed, I don't have a headset on. My new headset was only, what, three weeks old? Quit working. So I'm using my phone, which also means that you're going to hear things like the stupid announcements. All right, let's see who's in the chat room before they start this. Uh, if I give you the high sign, it means that I'm getting out of here if they start on the on the drill. Hot air's with us. Steve's with us. Joanne's here. Uh, Tom says, not news. Hot news. Punxsutawney Phil saw no shadow. An early spring is forecast. Good for Phil. Gretchen's with us out in Ohio. I am watching Cruise Mapper closely to see where you end up today. Ship didn't move since 6.30. I have not been outside, Tom, but everything I've gotten, including the stuff they, you know, the paper trail they sent out with all the promotional stuff, says Amber Cove does not say Puerto Plata. So, I'll let you know. Uh, Chili needs to get to the late dining. I like watching the early show and eating afterwards about 8.30. Uh, Joanne says, howdy from St. Thomas. You know, um, have you found the ADA elevator? I have. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've been, I've been working at Hot Air Travel. Like I say, I've got very little um, issues on Epic. A few minor things, but nothing major so far. A few clumsy things, but again, nothing major. Keep those hands on the ADA grab bars and out of the way of dangerous toilet paper holders. I used the grab bars. And it was after, I, I think it was after I had seated myself and let go of the grab bars and I don't know. I'm not sure. 
I just know slice the hell out of my hand. I look uh, forward to having a meal at Moderno on two of our gym cruises. Cindy doesn't like Moderno. Now, I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. And stuffed myself. Azapods, I'm not sure about that. Sun and sky. But Star has Azapods and was a 2000 build. Okay. So if, if Star had them in 2000, then probably everybody has them. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today and for the week. Oh, one little announcement. Monday show will be early again because that's embarkation day down in Miami. I'll do it from the hotel uh, before I leave, uh, but I can't wait and do the normal uh, our 11 o'clock time. So it's going to be early, just like uh, it's been the last three days. Um, and of course, I'll, I'll monitor things over the weekend in case anything happens and I'll get it back to you. Try to keep this as close as I can. Again, guys, it's been, Epic's been a really nice ship, a really good cruise. I have no major issues on anything. The food's been good, the service has been wonderful, the personnel have been fabulous. Uh, I've had a lot of fun. I I have been, because I'm taking care of a pretty good-sized group of people and doing a lot of extra things for the group, I'm not I'm not having as much time to do what I need to do. It's, it's a little uh, difficult for my scheduling situation. And I end up crashing early at night, which I do that a lot anyway. So I'm going to have to get out tonight and finish some filming and tomorrow because tomorrow night I've got the group dinner and then of course you got to have luggage out. So I'm going to be uh, it's really tonight today and tonight and during the day tomorrow it's the only time I've got to finish up everything. So I will continue on. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today and the weekend. I will be back Monday. Uh, same channel, different time. Be early again on Monday morning from Miami. All right, that's it for today. This is the old fat travel guy. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the hot seat. Bye, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises.
My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.